Alrighty. So there's a format that I follow when I work with clients. And I'm going to introduce you to a tiny little bit of this because this is really important. Because if you get this wrong, you end up with endless data and frustration. And if you get this right, oh my God, like things change, right? I'm, I'm a fan of change. See, learning to me is behavior change. Learning about is useless. Because you can know all about kissing. But when you experience it, I remember the first time I kissed a girl, Pam was her name. And, and she said, no, no, no. Not like that. Just, just sit there for a second. Feel this. And she kissed me. Differently. A little differently than she just did. And I went, wow. And she goes, now you do that. <laughs> and the games began. So when I work with a client, so I ask them a couple questions. Sometimes, obviously, sometimes I just wait for the data. Sometimes, and by the way, useful data gets people somewhere. If I want to get to McDonald's, I drive to the top of the driveway. I make a left at the top of the driveway. I go to the roundabout, make a left at the roundabout. I go through the next roundabout and through the next one and right on the right there, I turn right and there it is. See, that's useful data. But if I get, wow, like, is there really, like, how many ingredients are in a chicken nugget? I think it's, is it 40? <laughs> right, we did a podcast on that. We also did a podcast on, like, why people love affirmations, because, like, wow, man, they light up those two areas of the brain, big words and stuff, and they feel good. That's why people do them, because they feel good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you see, with data, if, if, you, if you start out and you dive into the wrong data by asking the wrong questions and you go in the wrong direction, it's just a lot of irrelevancy. On the other hand, okay, here's what I want you to notice. Where are you in life? Where are you? You see, there was a point when I moved to Australia and I had a choice to make. Right, so I physically moved here. Do I rebuild, reactivate my business? Do I trade? Do I do both? Do I get a job? So where are you in life? Just get to notice. And, and by the way, you can make this really simple. Say, so ready? I moved to Australia. I had a lot of time and not a lot of money. I mean, I was closing things down, moving around the world. Starting over, deciding what do I want to do. If I looked at my daily day, and not at what I had in the bank, not at, you know, see, I'm not a fan of doing something based on, well, I've got reserves for the next three years or three months, or I'm a very day-to-day -day kind of guy in some ways. And so when I say, like, take a look at where you are now, I want you to let this become really simple. So I noticed that I had not a lot of money coming in and I had a lot of time. 
Cool, I like a lot of time. So, where are you now? What's going on with time? What's going on with money? I think this is an important riddle to solve for most people. So I, by the way, I, I say that because a lot of people, probably most people who work with me, they're contacting me because they, well, they may have another presenting issue, but by the time we get off the call, they're bringing up money. Hey, here's what I want to do. I want to do things differently. So I want you to notice, where are you in life? Where do you want to get to? What do you want to have different with time, with money, with who is in your life, with what kind of relationships? Just answer one. You just want to nail one at a time. So where are you now? What would you like to be able to do differently? I often ask those questions one right after the other. So where are you now? What would you like to be able to do differently? Who would you be differently if you could do that? You see, when I put those three questions together, so where are you in life right now? Right? So I'll ask, you know, so why now? Right? Why now? Why do you want to talk now? And if they say, well, look, you know, I want to build a business, cool. Okay, let me ask you a question, right? Where are you right now in life with time, with money? You got a lot of time, a little bit of time, a lot of money, a little bit of money. What's going on? But first, you know, let me ask you, what would you like to be able to do differently? Who would you be if you could do that? Who would you be if you were doing that right now? See, those questions move them rapidly through a series of experiences, of feelings. I, I don't care. I don't want endless data on this. What I want is a, a little drip in the bucket. You know, a bucket full of piss is very different than a bucket full of coffee. I'll dip into the coffee bucket. I'll pee in the other one. So, why now? See, that's where I start. Where are you in life? What would you like to be able to do differently? Who would you be if you could do that? Let's just start there. Alrighty, so I'm not a fan of belief change. By the way, it's 6.30 a.m. the 9th of December. Oh my God, 16 days to Christmas. How cool is that? Crass commercial. Why not give yourself the gift of manifestingmasterycourse.com? <laughs> it's 97 bucks. I know, it's Christmas. Money's tight, Mr. 20. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> sure. Anyway, Merry Christmas. <laughs> give yourself the gift of freedom. Anyway, you see, I'm not a fan of belief change. Watch how this shows up. This is so cool. There's a reason why I do what I do. Because what people do is they go, well, Mr. 20, I want to change my beliefs so I can change what's going on in my life. I've got deep hidden beliefs. Uh, I've talked about this before. No, you don't. You've got how you perceive the world and you've got your behaviors. <laughs> That's it. End of show. You've got how you perceive you and the world, and you've got your behaviors. See, the state of loving puppy dad perceives the garden in one way. With construction guys here, right? At the end of the day, I do a little walk. I do a little sweep around the house. I just look. And I notice that there's a safety hazard there. 
and I take care of it. As a loving husband, I look at the house and I go, Victoria's going to like what they did here. She's not going to like what they did there. Make a note. Bring it to their attention. As the state-of-loving teacher, I look at the house and I go, oh my God. I, I can't wait to Jumpin' Joe comes back or Jamaica. I can't wait till Angie stops by. People that have been here, people that have come to trainings, I can't wait for them to come back and see what we've done. You see, none of that has anything to do with beliefs, does it? <clears throat> see, once you start in beliefs, then you have, yeah, see, I'm going to add in beliefs. I'm going to change my beliefs. I'm going to explore deservingness and self-love too while I'm at it, Mr. 20, because until I solve deservingness, I'm not going to get what I want. And self-love, well, you know, that's important. I've read that on the internet. Right, because you all know people that... Yeah, that's all dumb shit. But I digress a little bit. You've got perceptions. You've got behaviors. And I know each state has its own body of beliefs. You get that's downstream. You don't stick your thumb in the... In the you know, if there's a leak in the dam, you don't stick your thumb there and stand there. You don't, you know, that's trying to, that's like trying to change a belief. <laughs> you go upstream and you turn off the water. Upstream is you. The state of loving teacher sees this iPad in one way, the state of loving son another. I can send photos to my mom. It's a very, it's the same device, but it, my state has me use it differently. Your state has you use your mind, your body, differently. Every different state that you have. This is why I'm really big on identity-based manifesting. If you want to dive into that, manifestingtothemax.com. Officially, it's one-ninth of that course. Unofficially, it's woven all through. But when you get the power of manifesting an identity, manifesting identities that work, manifesting identities that are fun, no longer will you label yourself as something like an alcoholic. But you'll discover that you are, you know, what do you want to give life to? Loving husband, loving teacher, loving puppy dad. There's a reason why I configure my life that way. But I want you to get that there's no such thing as belief change. It's not, it's like, <laughs> it's like changing the sugar in your pantry. I'm going to do that so I can manifest better. All right, whatever. See, I want you to do what matters and only do what matters. Somebody posted about scripting in the Anything But Neville Goddard group today. <laughs> Good Lord. You didn't need to script. If you had to, if scripting mattered, you'd have to script before you posted the post about scripting. Well, they would. I'd have to script about reading a post about scripting before. I'd have to script about disagreeing with it. I'd have to script about making a comment. I'd have to write it out a script, maybe do 555 or 666 in order to make a comment about, like, skip this. See, it's your imaginal act. It's the state that you live from. Neville talks about how would you see the world. His second question, how would you see the world if your wish were fulfilled? 
So what if we skipped what doesn't matter? What if you simply did what what matters and you'd have a lot more free time? I notice a lot of people, they love making vision boards and scripting for hours because they honestly don't believe they can have what they want. And so they waste all day doing that. See, I'd rather get it over with. I imagine Victoria's yum and I get on with my day. I go experience what I've imagined. Instead of I imagine up one thing, I script about it all the time. See, there's where you dwell from, and then there's where you obsess. Where you dwell from, that's your dwelling place. Neville says the state that you most commonly return to is your dwelling place. I've got a couple, loving husband, loving teacher, loving puppy dad. Maybe they're different rooms in the same place. But that's often where I return to. So I sit here and I look at our home. And I notice that I see it through three different sets of eyes. Loving husband, loving teacher, loving puppy dad. And that's what I want you to play with today. I want you to notice the world through a different set of eyes. So when I came to Australia, 